Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. Let's stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always... Hi, I'm Kenny Wendorski. Kenny, I am... Oof, I'm fading. I, I woke up with the sunrise yesterday. <laughs> woke up before sunrise to film an announcement video for the Kickstarter for the Eloy book. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Getting close. The, the art is basically done. I'm working with a graphic designer to, to put the art and the text together. Uh-huh. It's it's coming together, buddy. Nice. Getting close to that finish line. Well, you sent me some uh, some recent uh, illustrated yeah. uh, artwork, which is funny because I always pictured it as black and white. Yeah. Well, so to see color added to it, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, when I was auditioning artists, uh, Carolyn Arcabasio is the, the illustrator that I settled on, mm-hmm. but I... Just, you know, put out a call for like, hey, here's a little bit about the project and, and you know, paid gig, mm-hmm. send me a portfolio. And I interviewed, you know, just had a conversation with, with the best portfolios that I saw. Yeah. Uh, the people who sent them to me. Um, and then I commissioned some art pieces and I just as a proof of concept, like show me what you would do with the story, like mm-hmm. style wise. And I, with all of them, I said, you know, black and white, just, I want this to be just, you know, quick and dirty. doesn't have to be a finished piece, just enough to give me an idea. And Carolyn was the only one who said, like, is it okay if I do it in color? Because, I mean, you've seen my art. Color is a big deal to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I said, you know, that that is entirely up to you. I'm, you know... You quoted me a rate for black and white. If you feel like going above and beyond, uh, then then go for it. Uh, she did wind up giving me a black and white piece, but uh, that piece was still more than enough to, to land her the gig. Because <laughs> it's what I used as the, the cover of the, the proof of concept book that I sent out to early, nice. early backers. But yeah, full color, 32 pages. We're working on a, a cover design right now. That's the other thing that I'm doing is... Uh, I went down to the local print shop and gave them two different color designs to print up some dummies, mm-hmm. uh, dummy versions of. Because I, I haven't decided on the cover. I've narrowed it down to two. <laughs> Turn off your cell phones in the theater, kids. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all good. <laughs> but I narrowed it down to, to two that I'm having a tough time deciding between. So I'm going to make up some dummy copies, put them in front of some kids in the age range I'm targeting, and say, hey... Choose one to take home with you, and yeah. I'll see what more of them choose. <laughs> that's how I'm going to decide. That's uh, that's pretty. I, I the artwork kind of it reminds me a little bit like Samurai Jack. Um, also, and I don't blame you if you haven't seen this. They made a TV show based on Tangled. It's on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, my little girl loves Tangled, so I was watching it, and the artwork is stylized, so it's not you know, CGI, like the, the animated movie, right. it's, it's hand drawn. I'm sure they use computers to hand draw yeah. in a hand drawn <laughs> style. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got this, uh, kind of stylized texture to it. Similar to a samurai Jack a little bit, not mm. to the extreme of samurai Jack. But when I saw the, the artwork that you had sent me in a text, I, I said, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty gorgeous. So I, I'm excited to see, this is all coming to fruition really yeah. soon. So and yeah, it's 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 been a process, and I mean, I I say you know get close <clears throat> to the finish line. I mean, the Kickstarter is you know I've got to got to try and figure out how to promote that, and so I, mean, I just figured we'd go on top of rooftops with guns. F- yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody! Yeah, buy Ben's books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you know the Beatles That's what had Kenny their would have wanted. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> 
doing this for you, buddy. <laughs> We're just, you know. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> well, back to Batman. <laughs> We watched, <laughs> speaking of great tastes that taste great together, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we were speaking of that, but now yeah. we are. Uh, it's Harley and Ivy. Yeah. Can you name me a, a more iconic duo? I'll wait. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. This is a fun duo, though. It's, it's real good. It's, so. it's like they shouldn't work together, but mm-hmm. they do. And yeah. It's a fun... Yeah, it's got a real odd couple combination. Dynamic to it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So we we open up. Uh, Ivy's not in the mix yet. We open up on a, a second episode in a row that opens on a car chase. Yeah. This time, uh, Harley's driving the Joker mobile. Joker's just kicking back in the back seat. Yep. In a little chase uh, chase scene with the Batmobile, and. Almost immediately, so two things jump out at me. This episode is beautifully yes, animated and yes. beautifully directed. And this is a comical episode. Usually the comical ones, they don't have this. Yeah. I mean, they're good, but this one's especially unique. Yeah, and same animation studio as last week, Don Yang. Okay. Who, like, last week was solid, you know, nothing wrong with it. Like, actually pretty good. Some good lighting scenes. Mm-hmm. But this one... I feel like with Don with Don Yang, you're either getting like solid, nothing exceptional, but you know, pretty good, or this is Don Yang bringing their A game. Yes, this is beautiful the whole way through. I noticed it with its wind effect. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Harley and Joker in uh, an open car, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, no no uh, roof, and the wind effect, everyone's hair blowing. Yep, it's very just natural looking. It's you can tell that they're going at high speeds. Yep, and it's throughout the whole episode. Everything's just got a nice fill of gravity, a fill of weight. Um, yeah, there's there's a, a particular shot in this first chase scene where Joker pulls out a gun, or rather Harley hands it to him, and he points it. Uh, toward the camera in like a three-quarter angle mm-hmm. and the camera like zooms and pans a little bit and anytime anytime you get camera movement that's more complicated than just a simple pan mm-hmm. like that it doesn't seem like a big deal because in live action it wouldn't be but speaking of hand-drawn literally hand-drawn animation because yeah. this was back in the day that takes work yeah and that's not something that you needed to do that's something that that you do to to sell it and yes. little little flourishes like that are throughout this episode yeah. just little touches that you didn't need but really put this one a step above but story-wise the other thing that that jumps out at me is joker's being real mean to harley this episode yes we saw it a little bit the last time we saw them in um, The Man Who Killed Batman. Yeah. Uh, and and here it's turned all the way up. Everything that goes wrong in this chase scene, Joker is going out of his way to blame on Harley. Yeah, the uh, Harley turns down a side road that Joker makes her go down. But yeah, she unpaved. tries to object. Yeah. And uh, also, hand me the gun. It's a joke gun. Joker wanted a real gun. Yeah. Uh, Batman uh, has a cable attached to their car at one point, and so Harley is able to, you know, yeah, she uh, escape the, the, by yeah. using a, a switch that makes the car like half well, of it come off. <laughs> yeah, and so they're able to get away. Like I guess they got a little third wheel. It yeah, turns into, like a little tricycle as the as the back half of the car pops off. Right. And, yeah, managed to escape and. Uh, Batman wrecks the Batmobile again. Sorry, Earl. Right. <laughs> More yeah, work we for made you. the joke like, Earl, hey, yeah. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Well, what do you think I'm calling for? <laughs> yeah. I did it again. Yep. So we uh, we cut to uh, cut to the Joker's hideout in an abandoned comedy club. One of Gotham's many abandoned comedy clubs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still he's just laying into Harley. This was all all Harley's fault. Women, ah, geez. they're the worst. She she couldn't hand me the right gun. She you know yeah just can't really... come up with capers. Yeah, just really doubling down on. We said in the last episode, we're starting to get hints that this is kind of an abusive relationship. He corners her, and yeah, he's he is acting physically intimidating, yeah, like yeah. getting into her personal space. And he says, "Name me one time that you have contributed a good idea to this gang." Man, I can name a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he she got Sid the Squid out of jail by by using a disguise. Yeah. She uh, she picked you know picked up uh, God what's his face from the the airport Yeah yeah um in uh, in Joker's favor yeah, Charlie yeah. Charlie yeah. thank you very she, much We've always you know Harley is still to this day top tier mook Yeah she's about as high as you as Anthony Yeah which is she's, the you don't get any higher than that Yeah well she did remember Yeah she <laughs> oh, is that's right she beat she up did. she's twelve hundred milli Anthony's She broke the thing she, the she science broke machine the scale. Yeah. yeah, and that was on her first appearance. She's only gotten better since then. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, she's great, but Joker, no appreciation. And so he kicks her out, literally yeah. kicks yeah. her out. For for daring, because he sarcastically says, maybe you should run the gang. And, you know, again, second episode in a row, this this is a mook who needs to believe in herself. Yeah. Who needs to believe, you know, I can I can mook for myself. Yeah. Be my own mook. She's... She's kicked out, and uh, she says she's yeah, going to, you know, show you. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I'll go on the greatest crime spree you ever saw. Yeah. And she does. She does. She she goes and, and uh, to rob a museum, there's something called the Harlequin Diamond. Right. Worth about $3 million. She does this, you know, they have these lasers, and she does a bunch of, you know, jumping around yeah. and somersaults through them. Yep, yeah, does a great job, and she's about to get away scot-free, but the alarm is tripped by Poison, Poison Ivy. Ivy. Hey, Poison Ivy's back, everybody. Yeah, she's she's stealing stuff from the same museum, and so they do a little impromptu team-up as the cops are after him. Now, Renee Montoya yep. is always after them, and yep. this will come back throughout the episode. Yep. Uh, so, But yeah, in this instance, they get away. and uh, In this scene, the soundtrack uh, really pops out at me. Mm-hmm. It's... Really just some nice, like, light, bouncy, sort of almost reminds me of certain John Williams stuff. Not the, like, epic orchestral, but just the way it really punctuates this scene and keeps the pacing snappy. Yeah. Yeah. A fantastic soundtrack this episode. Uh, They escape. uh, And, you know, Montoya says something in Spanish. I don't remember what. It it is, que mala suerte. Ah, such bad luck. Ah, okay. (laughs) You know, you did better in Spanish than I did. <laughs> but yeah, so they they escape. There's a whole big, pretty involved like cat and mouse scene through the museum. Uh, a, a chase sequence through the streets. Turns out uh, Harley or not Harley. Uh, Ivy has a pink convertible with Rosebud on the license plate, which is from Citizen Kane, which yep. is uh, if you haven't seen it. 
I haven't either, so don't worry about it. <laughs> it holds up. Not not all of that like classic cinema holds up, but I saw Citizen Kane for the first time in the historic Fox Theater in downtown Tucson, oh, really? which yeah, is this beautiful restored old building. And if you're going to see a beautiful old black and white movie, that's the place to do it. Uh, also, they were su- they were serving alcohol there before it became cool. <laughs> so, you know, I was like swirling around a glass yeah. of wine in my hand, feeling classy as shit. <laughs> I, it was required in media arts. I ditched that day. I did not see it. I went to a concert and then I had to take a test on it mm-hmm. and luckily was able to kind of bullshit enough together to get a passing grade. All because I've taken Simpsons references. I was about to say, <laughs> you of all people, as a huge Simpsons fan, they reference that movie so hard. It is fascinating to go, oh my God, that's yeah. where that comes from. It's in pop culture enough, that movie, that yeah. I was able to bullshit a paper and get a passing grade. So still haven't seen Susan Kane. I assume yeah. it's great. It, it, I mean, and that's the thing. The Simpsons, you know, everybody knows the Rosebud thing. That's been parodied yeah. in a million places. But just individual, like, shots, yeah. the Simpsons will lift from it. Not because they're, they're you know, referencing it like they want the audience. They're not making a joke. It's just, this is a this is great camera work. If you got to steal, steal from the best. Yeah, when <laughs> Mr. Burns and his bear. Yeah. That's, that's a great shot. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's one where they're, you know, they're parodying the plot right but yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah back to batman, back to batman. <laughs> so yeah they they're having their whole little thelma and louise team up here uh ivy drives them back to her her crash pad she's uh in some suburbs that got turned into a toxic waste dump i was thinking it was a trailer park okay might have been into a toxic yeah, but I, only Ivy can live there because she's immune to poison. She gives uh, Harley a shot that gives her an immunity too. Because remember, it was established in an earlier episode that apparently Harley has a natural immunity yeah, or to poison. Ivy, rather. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and they they have a little conversation because Harley misses misses Mr. J. She's still heartbroken over her pudding. And Ivy says, uh, "Girl, I am a feminist." And we are going to school you in, yes. in sticking it to the patriarchy. This is our girl power episode. Let's do this thing. And it's great because there's tons of, you know, robberies. They got the spinning newspaper. Yeah, they're, they're going on exactly the crime spree a, that Harley wanted to do. They are the new bad girls in town. It's a great montage. It is. It's a lot of fun. And... Uh, so let's see. Where do they go from there? We've got uh, Joker. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, we go to Joker. His place is a mess. He can't find his socks. He's very upset. Yep. Where are my socks? The hyenas snap at him because they're hungry. They yep. haven't been fed. Yep. The whole place is a mess. And he's like, where's Harley? Yep. So uh, Harley calls him up on the phone. He traces the like call because she misses him. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. This is Harley's downfall. She yeah. is like... She is actually smarter. You know, she is smarter than the Joker. She is perfectly competent. Her downfall is lacks confidence. Yes. Can't, you know, she'll, she will toy with, with breaking away from this abusive relationship, but she always goes back yeah. to it. And during the phone conversation, Joker has a tracer. Yeah. And is able to know where the trailer park toxic dump area is. Yep. Uh, Batman has also tracked them down. Batman kind of barely in this episode up until this point. Which I think is good. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not about him. He's around. Right. But he does find them. He analyzed a soil sample of, of dirt from the tires of, right. uh, of the convertible. And he tracks them down. So uh, 
so he shows up first. Mm-hmm. Harley and Ivy uh, take him down and uh, with with some, you know, poisonous plant, they knock him out, chain him up and chuck him into the poisonous river. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that part. Yeah. It's like this makeshift table <laughs> that yep. they turn into this raft. Yep. Uh, but they go back to Ivy's place to find that the Joker has shown up. Yeah, and the two hired goons are eating their dinner. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and so this is the scene that I was remembering from uh, from the, the coffee table book. This is, is what they were not quite able to get past standards and practices because... Harley and Ivy are wearing uh, big, oversized, you know, men-sized shirts, as in as a woman might do after sex. Ah. And what they wanted to do that they didn't quite get away with. There are two scenes where they're in these shirts, uh, and what they wanted to do. Uh, Harley is in like a collared dress shirt, mm-hmm. and Ivy is in an oversized uh, t-shirt. Right. And what they wanted to do was switch the shirts in between scenes. So they were wearing each other's clothes ah. as a couple might do after ah. sex. Okay. But, and they thought that might be subtle enough to sneak it past standards and practices. Nope. They got caught. They had to switch it back. <laughs> I would have never caught that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I wish they could have, I wish they could have done it, but right. uh, the network wouldn't let them get away with it. And the other thing so they also say in the book the production team would try to would try to to put things in that they knew would get caught hoping to sneak the thing that they actually wanted to get through past. Mm-hmm. Uh so one of the things that they didn't care if it got caught but it got caught anyway. Uh the original line is Joker is su- supposed to say, "Look who's been busy little beavers." Oh, it's busy little bees. Yeah, it's a oh. slang term for vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. they caught that. They said, nope, you got to change that. They already knew Once what they again, would change it to. a kid wouldn't have caught that. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. have caught that. I never knew what that joke was until like college. I had, when I was a kid, I had a nickname for my little sister. Uh, she had a t-shirt that she loved to wear. It was her favorite t-shirt that had a picture of a beaver on it. I would yeah. call her Beaver Girl. Yeah. My dad finally had to pull me aside and say, Ben, you got to quit with that nickname or else it's going to stick. And it's not. I was like, why? She likes this shirt. Okay, Ben, I'm going to explain yeah. something to you. Isn't it horrible? Like yeah. s- sometimes like these jokes that get created come from these simplest little things that yeah. We would have never have thought of. Yep. So I actually would have caught that if it had made it through as a kid, only because my dad had to explain it to me. (laughs) Okay. There are so many jokes that, uh, do you remember uh, uh, the the numbers? uh, 69. Yep. I'd have that explained to me like. Never understood that. (laughs) And then, you know, years later. Oh, oh, like like, uh, mutual simultaneous oral sex. Okay. Yeah. It's the sex number. Yeah. It's the sex number. (laughs) But all these like simple, innocent little jokes and then they get tainted and turned into something sexual. Yep. So anyway, long story short, Batman breaks out of the Poison River. They have a big, like very well done, pretty intricate third act where Batman's fighting the Joker. Uh, Harley and Ivy are fighting the Joker's goons. They're Mm. running away. It's like this big three-way fight slash chase cat and mouse sequence. Yes. So many explosions. Yes, Joker's got a Tommy gun. He starts shooting at Batman. Batman says, hey, we're on a powder keg. Yeah. Stop. (laughs) And Joker's crazy clown. He don't care. So he just keeps shooting. Explosion. Takes so many shots. Oh, my God. So many shots. Yeah. Have fun, kids. The animation team, (laughs) they were having fun with these explosions. Like we had mentioned, the weight of gravity, the Mm -hmm. wind effect. Uh, There's even a haziness when Batman takes the Joker 
into the the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, for that scene, there's a lot of st- uh, smoke gas mm. is in the air. So great animation. Good job, Don Yang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hard- Batman brings brings Joker and the moons and the mooks to justice. Uh, but since this is our girl power feminism episode, we can't have a man taking down. I mean, Harley and Ivy are basically the protagonists of this episode. Yes, yeah. Batman is there. He is, he is not the hero. They are our heroines. It would, it would leave a bad taste in the mouth to have them get taken down by a man. So instead Renee Montoya shows back. Up. She's back. And, uh, they have a clever line that says no man can take us down, which made me think of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I am no man. Yeah. It's Renee shoots at their wheel, uh, their tire. Yep. And, you know, books them. Yep. The Ivy Mobile lost a wheel and <laughs> they didn't get away. And so they're in jail and Joker is in jail. Yep. I guess this is Arkham. And he's saying, I'm never working with women again. And Harley makes a joke. Like, I think we can make it work. Yep. And thus ends Harley and Ivy. Yes. I mean, does it bear asking? Does this episode hold up? It does hold up. This episode's fantastic. I yeah. remembered it being a good one, and it exceeded my memory. Yes, it did. It was just... I mean, it's a pretty simple story, The the but the craft of... It's so well put together. It's like we've kind of talked about, come for the Batman, stay for the Anthony. This wasn't a Batman episode. Yep. This was a perfectly fun, entertaining side episode where yeah. Batman's hardly even involved. Yeah, and you know what? You didn't need bat. This could have been all Montoya. Yeah. And it would have been just as good. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was hurt by having Batman in it. It was still fine, but this could have been, you you know what, you know what team up I want to see Montoya and Leslie Tompkins. Oh, (laughs) that would be interesting. Just, you know what? Bring Maggie into the mix. There we go. uh, Cop and the doctor. Yeah. And Maggie. I don't know what her profession was. Yeah. I, I will say my one criticism of this episode is it's pretty on the nose with the whole, this is our girl power episode. And this is just kind of what kids cartoons did in the nineties. Like I've, I've tried to call out when I see it. A lot of times female characters in this show are kind of ill served. They tend to be used as hostages or just, yeah, they get kidnapped easily. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, like, They'll be responsible for a noise being made, and yeah, oh, like, who who kicked that can? Yeah, it was the girl. Yeah, <laughs> so and um, so sooner or later, the writers will realize this is a prop. Are are we part of the problem? And then they'll dedicate an episode to to overcorrecting. Basically, I could see that. I didn't really get a, a too much of it. I thought it was a pretty balanced. I see. That's the thing. I think they. I think they felt that they've 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 done the lady so wrong so many times they had to overcorrect. I think if the exact same course of events had happened with Harley leaving the Joker and the the, the lady team up and and all of that, I think it would have been fine. I I don't think they needed to have Ivy literally yell out, "No man can take us to like No, you can just have your lady team up. It's fine." Right. It's well. that's that's all. But it's hard to ding this episode too hard because, like I say, this is just what this is just what you did in the nineties. Exactly, it was certainly no worse than any other kid show, and significantly better than most. Right. A lot of them wouldn't even have had an episode no, like this. So no. I just, you know, I just wish that I wish that they hadn't had to be, have been so on the nose, and that the other episodes that 
were honestly kind of sexist had not been that way. And that like the whole, I wish that that had been evened out over the course of the show is all I'm saying. Yeah. well, anyway, let's uh, you want to get want to want to get some some science out some here. Science yeah. up in this bitch. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with. All right. Let's turn that science machine on. Yeah. We got. Oh, uh, you got your lab coat. I got my lab coat. Let's get them pants just like Harley and Ivy. Off. Oh, woo. See, they were doing science. They, they didn't were. need pants. Yeah. Neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> What we do need is our big list of 51 episodes. Take that big breath. Two-Face, Cena, Evil, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Grey Ghost, Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Knight, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Clark King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why your Rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Zatanna, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime, Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Bat as a Hatter, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown. The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Painting the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch, Crash, Fever, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Yeah! See, more breaths, but more joy. <laughs> I just gotta bring the joy back into it. Yeah! yeah. Good job, sir. We got, we get, there's, there's a nice little, like, a nice little bit towards the middle there where all of the episode titles are short and I can just like bang, bang, pick yeah. up the piece, the pace. That one feels good. Like that one. <laughs> All right, random number generator. Let's see what we got to work with. Is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number 35, Mad as a Hatter? I think it's better. Oh, better. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with Mad as a Hatter, but this 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 was a standout. Mm-hmm. All right. Is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number 27, Zatanna? Speaking I, of ladies, I think this one is better. I I agree. Yeah, Zatanna was good. I like the the Bruce Batman Zatanna chemistry. Right. But I mean, if you want to talk chemistry between our two de facto leads, the Harley and Ivy chemistry is fantastic. Once again, here. I mean, would you have ever pictured that as a writer? I would have never put those two together. Yeah, but you know, the dialogue is snappy. They they clearly have so much affection for each other. But there's. It's sort of an opposites attract. It's like a buddy cop film, sort of. Yeah, uh, there's there's just enough differences between them exactly. that there's a fun, interesting tension. You know, one's the goofy one, one's the, the uh, you know, by the book one. Uh, they work really well together, and I would have never have put those two together. Yep. I, it's, but it's uh, but now that this episode has happened, fan artists everywhere will be putting them together uh, well, well, forever. It's in, it's in the comics uh, continuation now. I mean, they yeah. do do this pretty regularly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So all right, is Harley and Ivy climbing up that list? Is it better or worse than number twenty three, Vendetta? Yeah. 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 Better. No question in my mind. Vendetta had some great atmosphere, but this was just snappy. Yeah. Yeah. The pacing was so good. And even though I, we watched it, it's a an episode that you watch. Mm-hmm. This felt very cinematic. Yes. Very much so. In fact, I mean, next... Next week, we're going to be watching Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. And I, I was looking at this like... 
pick out any individual scene from this, this would not seem out of place in a movie. Yes, on the big screen. Just the production values are are movie quality as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. All right. Is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number 19? We're like bumping up by twos and threes every time. Heart of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, better. it is. I've got a soft spot in my heart for Heart of Steel. I really like that one. I I like this one better. Yeah. I had a big, goofy grin on my face the whole time. I actually laughed. So there's a scene where, and I looked this up. Apparently, it's Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, and uh, some other gentleman, one of the directors. Mm -hmm. The three guys in the car that are kind of catcalling them. Mm Mm-hmm. Are them. Yeah, illustrated. okay. I noticed, I forgot to mention, <laughs> but I noticed that, yeah, the uh, the blonde-haired guy, yeah, that is yeah. very clearly Bruce Tim. So they, uh, Harley uh, takes a bazooka. Yes. And <laughs> shoots their car and blows it up. I laughed out loud. And, yeah. and, and this episode is so packed with great moments like that. Yeah. We forgot to even mention it up until this point. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's just a joyous episode. It, it is. Like, it's one of those where you can feel the fun that exactly. everybody who yeah. was involved in making it was having. Arlene Sorkin and Diane Pershing, the voice actresses, right. were just top of their game. I know they probably weren't in the same studio together. They might have been. I think they did do that sometimes in this show. I hope so, because it just seemed like they were just ping-ponging back yeah. and forth. So good. <laughs> Mark Hamill, I mean, he's always fantastic, yes. but he's also top of his yeah. game this episode. Even the mooks. We didn't really rate Joker's mooks, but... Well, it's the same mooks we've seen before. Yeah, we have seen them a couple of times, and they're they're fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, we did get a name for one of them, Rocco. I don't don't think we've gotten his uh, name before. I think we have had Rocco Have we? Before. Okay. But, but uh, they're they're okay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say 400 apiece. They keep coming back to the Joker, which yeah. is you know that's a little bit of heart. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> they're loyal. Yeah, loyal mooks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with loyalty in a mook. But you know what? Sometimes you can be too loyal. That's, that's what true. we learned yeah. this episode and last episode. All right, is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number ten? Let's see if it cracks the top ten. Laughing fish. And. I'm going to say better. No hesitation. Laughing Fish was pretty good, but... And that was another, like, Harley Joker caper. That's why it's hard to kind of... But I I think the added value of a buddy cop duo... Yeah. I keep saying buddy cop because that's, like, the... The yeah. phrase that's yeah, the term. Yeah, you, know, you know, buddy criminals. There's no buddy criminal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, there kind of is sometimes, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Thelma and Louise would be the obvious, right. you know, two women on the run together. Um, yeah, there's a good chemistry between these two. Yeah. Yeah, I, all right, I'll concur. All right. Well, all right. We got another top 10 episode. How high can we go? Where we stop, nobody knows. But RNG Jesus wants to know, is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number nine, Heart of Ice? Yeah. Yeah? I think it is. Okay, see, I, I was... I was about to just jump right in, but I realize I've been doing that every time, and no. I don't want to bias the science. So no, I wanted no. to hear what you were going to say first. I think it is. I love Heart of Ice. Yep. It is obviously it's an Emmy winner. Obviously, yep. it's it holds a place in every Batman's heart. Yeah. But I think this one is a more enjoyable experience. It's more. Yeah, it's more consistent. Uh, and the pacing's done very well. Yep. I like that the Joker's in it. You get a little added villain in there yep in in heart of ice you know mr freeze is awesome obviously 
Uh, you know, it's the performance of Mr. Pace. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, um, like you had mentioned in previous episodes, what we're remembering yeah. isn't really necessarily the big freeze ray or, or the introduction of... Uh, it's, a, it's a very pretty episode. It is the a very pretty episode. So it's got that going for it's it. It's the performance. We remember the tragedy of Mr. Freeze. Yeah. He was doing this for his wife, and he has got these eloquent lines that it's like butter. That yep. being said, yeah, it's you, a big, giant freezing ray. Yeah, and when you sit down and actually <laughs> watch it again, you remember, oh, yeah, remember Boyle? Me neither, because he doesn't yeah, register. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in this episode, in Harley and Ivy, I love every character. Yes. it's It's got quite a few running around. It's a little bit of an ensemble piece. It is, but each and piece is perfect. And I love that they have sprinkled in Montoya yep. in bits and pieces here. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Yep. All right. Climbing up that list is Harley and Ivy. We're going to run into somebody who's like, hey, you, you think a Heart of Ice isn't in the top 10? Uh, you know, we're like, hey, hey, it's science, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll still be the top in the top 10 as of the end of uh, this episode, but that's going to push it down to the 10 spots. So, All right, but right now, is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number six? Almost got him. Oh, that's that's a fun one. That is a fun one. I, I love that first scene and almost got him. I the, think the almost poker. got him's better. It's by an inch. I think the music really, really saves almost got him. It's the music, jazzy. The music is excellent and almost yeah. got him, but the music in this one's really good too. It's not bad. I think I it's it's very good. I think almost got him's music is just a little tiny bit mm-hmm. better, but it's a narrow thing. And I love. Each one has a different story. I love that reveal of Croc being Batman. That is a great shot. It's a trap. Third act is kind of eh. Yeah, the the penguin story is nothing wrong with it, but it's it's only fine. The two face right. story is again nothing. For that matter, the poison ivy story, like any of those three, are just kind of like yeah, this is a fun dumb third act. It was really the frame story exactly that made that so fun. On the other hand, looking at Harley and Ivy. Just little moments. Harley shooting the producers with a bazooka. We got the just the two of them palling around wearing those big shirts. We got when palling around yeah. in those big shirts. Just, just gal pals. When uh, when Joker shows up at Ivy's place, Ivy like walks over flips the flips her kitchen table her kitchen chair around and sits in it backwards like a cool vice principal and like rocks back and forth they didn't need to animate that she could have just sat down like in any but the 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 storyboard artists the animation team they all went above and beyond with this thing's a fucking piece of art man every single (laughs) shot is gold i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna ride or die for this episode wow well, I mean, the pacing was very well. I mean, and like you had said, it is third acts all put together, strung together to make uh, the narrative for Almost Got Him. Yep. Ha! Ah, I did laugh a lot at that, uh, <laughs> the bazooka scene. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that they drew the producers in there. Yep. That's fun. That's it's a like, fun little Easter egg. I do love those Easter eggs. All right. I concur. All right, it's going to get harder and harder the longer this goes. Where we stop, 
is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number three, The Cat and the Claw? And these are actually two episodes where I had the same criticism. They, they're maybe a little on the nose with the girl power message. Red Claw has right. kind of the same, like, ah, not surprising that the woman defeated you, Batman. Right. I'm Red Claw. I've got the virus. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one who released coronavirus. She is. Fucking Red Claw. That's all. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been sealed up in that underground military base, and she finally got back yeah, to it. Yeah, it, it took long enough. <laughs> God damn it, Red Claw. It was her this whole time. Uh, you know, I kind of think Harley Quinn, Harley and uh, Ivy was better. I agree. I concur. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like I've been, I've been thinking about it. And Cat and the Claw, it's a two-parter. It's got... A bunch of cool action set pieces. It's got helicopter chases, train, train heists. Yeah. It's got um it's got that that fun uh uh through the ducks, the diehard sequence. Yes. Uh Catwoman's Catwoman is the best she has ever been in that episode. I like the the Bruce and, and Catwoman dynamic, but this Harley and Ivy is just this perfectly formed little twenty two minute jewel. Yeah. Yeah. It's spread evenly. Whereas, uh, you know, Cat and Claw, it's a two-parter. Yeah. It's like a lot of two-parters, just, you know, just a little uneven. I think it's one of the better two-parters, though. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And I mean, in fact, it's, well, of the two-parters on the list, only Two-Face is higher. And that's okay. still sitting at number one. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I think Harley and Ivy is just that little bit extra. I concur. Yeah. All right. Is Harley and Ivy better or worse than number two, See No Evil? It's been a while since we had to put See No Evil up against anything. Um, I love the action set pieces of See No Evil. It's so yep. creative. Speaking of which, I really want to see that Invisible Man movie. Yeah. At the time of this recording, yep. the Invisible Man movie just came out in theaters. So, uh, <laughs> I mean... I'm. Can it possibly top Hollow Man? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Only science can. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> uh, tune, a, tune in next time for Invisa rankings. <laughs> a, 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 if I listen, you know, like Sis and Kane, Hollow Man, yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and, uh, the Ten Commandments, and then I don't know what's yeah. in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, you know, Citizen Kane, as Invisible Man movies go, it's you know, it's it's up there because. <laughs> The Invisible Man is so subtle, you yeah. wouldn't even know he was there no, if you weren't true. looking real close. Yeah. That he's back there pulling the strings the whole time. <laughs> a lot of supposedly good film critics right. don't know that there's an Invisible Orson Man character. Orson Welles is a goddamn genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's next week. That's right, right now, <laughs> back to Fat Man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I I kind of <sighs> I think what what Sino Evil has going for it is is the the action set pieces the action scenes in in Harley and Ivy were good I mean yeah, the cat oh, and yeah. mouse like really good but they're just not quite as they're they're well executed like fantastically well executed they don't quite have the creativity of Batman on a on an invisible car flying yes. through the streets of Gotham. 
So I, I think See No Evil has that edge. I think it has the additional stakes of the child in peril. A, right. A child character that I don't want to strangle. <laughs> yeah. That's something special. Yeah. So I think So You Know Evil gets the slightest of edges. It is so close, though. I agree. I Okay. I I think uh, the... This is this is one of those that I like I don't feel good about it, but I wouldn't feel any better about it if it went the other way. Like this is just the narrowest of margins. Yeah. But yeah, I th- I think we're putting down Harley and Ivy in the new number 3 spot. God damn. That bronze medal. <laughs> just below Sino Evil and just above Cat and the Claw. All right. Man, it has been so long since we cracked that top 3 incredible i don't, i wouldn't have foreseen it yeah i kind of had forgotten about this episode but. yeah you know i i might have because like i said i remembered it being good i might have said you know i could see it going top 10 right maybe even top five who knows but top three that's crazy yes look look at our top five right now two-faced see no evil harley and ivy cat in the claw and beware the gray ghost what a lineup yes man Heck, going going down the rest of the ten, you and know. Once again, I I picture somebody who's a real big fan is gonna like sock us in the face one day. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't hot ice up there, you motherfucker? Yeah. I mean, hey, on the face. <laughs> I, I mean, if 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 anything else cracks the top ten, it's going to push out Heart of Ice to get there. Uh, That's great. And we're only half. We are not even no. halfway through. And I can still think of several really good ones that are coming up. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of what's coming up next time, we've got. Well, next time will be a bonus episode. We've got Mask oh, of the Phantasm. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now that is, I, I, I think we did talk about it, right? We are not going to put that on the list. No. That's, that's a not bonus. a fair comparison. It's like a Hammer Man. It's, yeah, yeah. It's side one. Yeah. Hammer Man is still, you know, that is still 22 minutes of television. Right. That's. That we can never unsee. Yeah. <laughs> as hard as we might try, we're, we're forever changed. I'm glad we did it that one time. Yeah. <laughs> now, so the, much second the second time, yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Only once. No. But, you know, speaking of, uh, I, I compared our experience with Hammerman to my experience uh, taking mushrooms. Uh, we always do... Uh, uh, we always uh, do at the end of the show, we do our where can you find us on the internet. I I have not called out. You can also find me at medium.com slash at BL Creighton. That's uh, where, I, where I do some writing when I want to write about serious business. I actually just recently wrote a an article about my experience taking mushrooms out in the desert. Huh. Uh, I don't talk about Hammerman in the article. Maybe, <laughs> no one's going to want to read it, Yeah, man. so you know what? Maybe that's a problem, and maybe I should revise <laughs> that in the next draft. But if you're interested, yeah. you can always check me out there. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so next week we'll have, it'll be a twofer. We'll have uh, Mask of the Phantasm as a bonus episode, and then we will have Shadow of the Bat. Another two-parter. Do you remember this one, Kenny? No, you'll have to remind. Oh, is this... Batgirl? This is the introduction of Batgirl. Then, yes. I remember this one being, uh, gosh, there's a scene with like a subway and there's like a big flood in the subway. That's all I can really remember. I, the only thing I remember about this episode is Barbara Gordon saying basically, damn near looking straight at the camera and saying, if Batman won't help, let's see what 
Batgirl can <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> so. And I will be interested to see being the guy who who calls out things like, eh, it's a little on the nose. Did they have to say, no, man? Can-? Right. But I remember as a kid going, shit, yeah, I want to see Time what Batgirl, Batgirl can do. Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do this, <laughs> Batgirl. I might have had a little crush on Barbara Gordon back in the day. You, I, you like them redheads. I do like them redheads. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find me, like I said, medium.com slash at BL Creighton. Also, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton or at HBI2K on Twitter. You can always find us here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings, where you can pledge one, five, or ten dollars a month. If you do that, I'll write you a haiku. Yes. You might I might even do it live on the air if I forget to do it ahead of time. <laughs> right. Uh, but you could also tell a friend about the show, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. It really does help us out, and we yeah. just like reading them. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see you next week for Shadow of the Bat. Cool. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.